Hey friends, Stephanie here from The Realty Deal. Thanks for listening to this podcast about moving to the country. You may or may not want to eat a lot of peaches. That's totally up to you. (laughs) But I moved to the country up in Muskoka this year. And I want to tell you guys a little bit about it and just some things that I'm learning about moving from the city to the country, from urban to rural. And I guess kind of just go through the pros and cons because... The cities I know are becoming increasingly expensive to live in and to buy a house in. So I know that there's people of all ages thinking about moving outside of the city, outside of the GTA, um, a little bit maybe north to get basically more bang for their buck when it comes to buying a house. Um, There's maybe more reasons that you want to move. And to be honest with you, this goes for all ages like I'm third I'm in my 30s and all my neighbors are a lot older than me but uh being out and about around Bracebridge I really have seen a lot of younger people that I've met some wonderful wonderful young families here so far and I'm realizing that there's more young people actually who are kind of having an exodus from the city um And it's just kind of inspired me to make this short little podcast. Uh, If you have been thinking about moving out of the city, because I know it is a huge major move to move away from like friends, family, amenities, (laughs) Um, there's lots of things. So let's just kind of go through the pros and cons because I mean, for me, I honestly bought this as an investment property to rent out during the summer and I just fell in love with being up here. I never wanted to go home. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to move the business up north and I am still transitioning. I'm lucky enough to have a big network in Burlington Hamilton that I have to go back for work and to service my clients. Um, at this point, it's honestly once a week, so I'm still trying to uh, move up here full-time, full-time, but it's no longer a weekend getaway for me. It's I want it to be a full-time lifestyle. I just love it here. And you know what a lot of people do because home prices have risen almost 50% in the past few years here up north, in Muskoka specifically. So... There's an increase in interest from people in the city, especially who can work remote. And there have been people that have already relocated to their cottage and made it their primary residence. Whether that's for tax purposes or not, I don't know. But maybe people have taken an early retirement. Maybe there's families who want to buy a house, can't afford it, so move up here and housing is a bit more affordable. Um, Maybe you're a young professional and you can work remote and you want a nice view at your home office. I don't blame you. I'm looking at a beautiful lake here right now and it's it's just blowing my mind every day. I'm so lucky to be here. So if you are considering moving out of the city, maybe for affordable, more affordable housing, a slower pace of life than cottage country, maybe great for you, maybe a great full-time residence. Um, and now I do want to go through some some benefits with you before I touch on the cons because the longer I'm here the more I realize wow there's a lot to this just for example because the snow is all melted now and my driveway is a mud pit so just things like that but let's go through the pros first I did mention quiet home office with a stunning view um you know working from home you get the benefits I mean you know the benefits of you working from home and if you're living on a lake then I mean, do I need to say any more about the benefits of, and I'm talking about even mental health benefits of not staring at a screen all day, but sharing your view with the lake, being surrounded by nature. It's absolutely gorgeous, especially now that springs out, the birds are chirping, there's life now after the cold, long winter. 
So not only can you have a beautiful, quiet home office in the middle of nature with a stunning view, but you could probably get more space for less money than you could in the city. Now, I was just talking about a lake. The average house price on a lake in Muskoka is over a million dollars, but you can still probably get more space for less money compared to the city. Now, if you do, you are gonna have a slower pace of life, right? Like being up here, it's a lot slower. And that's why I moved up here because the hustle bustle of the city was getting to be a little loud. So if you're okay with a slower pace of life and you know moving to cottage country is now possible with remote work, then let's talk about it. If you're not stuck in an office from nine to five, you can work anywhere with an internet connection. Um, you know, I don't think your business will have a problem with you um, unless your business is thinking about reverting to the office after the pandemic. But I know that remote work is gonna continue for a lot of other people. And this pivot remote work really does let Canadians move to cottage country like Muskoka. <laughs> so um, there is a strong chance that your employer could ask you to move back to your office. Um, but maybe even part-time and I'm telling you I'm doing it part-time right now and the commute to the city it ain't that bad now it I mean if you're traveling from cottage country to the city five days a week that may be too much of a hassle to justify moving to Muskoka I get it but if down the road you could work a couple days a week from home a few days from week from home and then travel to the city the other couple days it could maybe turn into a full-time cottage life right more of a possibility for that so um if that's your new world is hybrid work and you're thinking in the next few years you could work less and less from the office and more from home then maybe you should think about buying now before home prices go up up here even more um because as i mentioned before you can find a home with more space at a lower cost i mean when you buy a house in the city this hefty price tag i mean it's not for the building it's the land underneath right and there's such high demand and of course there's strict building regulations hence our lack of supply making more dense populations um you know that makes residential land in populous cities really expensive and that's why i mean toronto for example they have the highest price now they surpassed vancouver for the highest price of canadian homes that have sold so these often provide little square footage for you know over a million dollar price tag now cottage areas have less demand they do have more land available and they have a relatively sparse population so that's kind of the opposite of the city now when you purchase a cottage property your money does go a bit further because the land is less expensive so overall cottage properties it makes them a bit more affordable and it could even be a terrific option as a first-time home buyer and the opportunity to purchase more space for less capital, it can essentially make it easier for you financially to raise your family, take care of your children, create a home office, you know, start these hobbies that you might not have been able to do in your 600 square foot condo apartment in the city, right? Because the premium you pay for land in larger cities is because you're in proximity to office spaces, entertainment, other amenities. Literally, you're paying for all of this in your property taxes. But if you're able to work remotely, I mean, what's the point in swallowing such a premium price when you're not even going to the office, right? I mean, heck, restaurants weren't even open. Like, what kind of amenities were you really enjoying during COVID? And cottage countries, they offer entertainment and amenities that are not available in the city, like hiking trails, lakes, better air quality. Like, I wake up so happy here. So if you're okay with that slower pace of life, you're gonna be closer to nature. It's amazing because the city life, it moves quick. 
right? You may work from work to, sorry, you may move. (laughs) You may move from work to, you know, gym to dinner with friends. And it's fun. It's so fun. And in my 20s, I did that all the time. It gets exhausting, though. (laughs) It gets exhausting. You know, COVID kind of put the pause on life for everyone and lifestyle specifically for me. And these, uh, you know, the lack of restaurants and bars and entertainment, even in cottage countries, that was a benefit for me. <laughs> like, honestly, it is so exhausting, like, in the GTA, um, when it comes to keeping up with events, it just, I love the slower pace of life. And if you think that cottage country will ultimately do that for you, and you're okay with not having bars and restaurants at your doorstep, then, hey, come breathe some fresh air with me if you're up in Muskoka. <laughs> there are some drawbacks of cottage country live in like you're not close to amenities right the further away you move from the city many of these big amenities um you could be used to are gonna disappear um you know i mentioned bars and restaurants um but you know cities do provide certain businesses or services due to the dense population in the city which creates enough demand for certain things to keep and and you know keep said services around um you know, you're not going to get a gluten-free bakery across the street from you when you're living at a cottage, but you'll probably make your own. Trust me, I've learned to make a lot of my own food now that uh, delivery isn't a thing. Um, so, you know, less maybe like organic grocery stores that are on every corner in Toronto. You're going to be a little less likely to find this in Muskoka. There's no food delivery, right? Um, so if you're like, if you're not a cook, you're going to have to learn. <laughs> Um, online shopping, you might like experience a longer than normal delivery time in some rural areas. Like that goes for kind of any delivery service, not just online shopping. Um, and it could be more expensive to get your packages, right? Especially for those larger items like furniture and appliances. Just these cottage locations are relatively remote. So you're going to pay more to get things to you if you can even get them to you in the first place. Um, I live on a, like an all year round road. So I, I think I'm pretty good. I haven't really tried Amazon. I just <laughs> send them to the city for now, just in case. Um, but there are like, for example, my road or uh, part of my road opens from May to November and then it closes from November to May. So for example, I don't get, uh, road services like the snowplow or, um, garbage removal, right? Garbage removal starts up in May and goes until November. Um, So these are just things that you need to be aware of before you move up here. Um, Also, a car is the only way to move around in cottage country. That's definitely what I've learned being up here. You ain't calling a cab anywhere. Um, These, you know, there's sparse populations up here and we lack up, we cottage countries (laughs) lack the same, you know, public transportation services as major cities. There's no TTC, there's no subway, there's no bus, there's no cabs even. There could be cabs, but... You know, a personal car is pretty mandatory if you want to get around. You're not even going to really find this ride-sharing apps um, as what you're used to in the city. So, I mean, land is abundant in cottage country, right? So there's no reason to pack these services so closely together. So if you, you know, if you're in, I'm close to Bracebridge. So Bracebridge, it's an entire city. It has literally everything you need, directly in a grocery store, bakery, lunch, anything you need right in a 20 minute drive so it's really not that far um but you're gonna need a car to get to it right um so what in the city could be you know a five minute drive um in cottage country it could be as i said i'm 25 minutes away 
Um, went to, took a beautiful drive to Port Carling yesterday. It was like 18 minutes. It's not that bad and it's absolutely gorgeous. So it just really depends where you are. Um, but the more green space, you know, it comes with a price. So cottage country might be the only opportunity to get a big backyard for your kids and your pets. But you do need to remember that a large backyard means more lawn maintenance or more maintenance in general. Um, there's businesses up here that can help you like maintain your space. There might just not be as many tradespeople or businesses available. Um, you know, it could be limited to what you can get up here. But that being said, I hired a snow removal company. They came after four inches. Like it was fine. I was totally fine up here. So it just depends what kind of like how much help you need, what kind of maintenance you need. Um, there's a lot of pros and cons to moving to cottage country, right? Like the world's pivot to remote work and and now make shifting to a cottage property full-time while retaining that big city salary a possibility. So, um, and of course, as I mentioned, these areas can provide more affordable housing with a slower pace of life. You're close to nature. Um, you know, the drawbacks are maybe losing your favorite amenities. You're going to need to drive everywhere. There's more responsibilities that come with green space, right? The joys of home ownership. I even tell my clients out in the city. So I love cottage country. I think there's a terrific opportunity here, but ultimately it's not for everyone. So you need to really be realistic about certain things. So some things that I've learned about living up here, I switched to a well and septic rather than municipal water, municipal sewer. So the drilled well is fabulous. Um, but these are all things and I'll make another podcast of what you need to learn before you buy a rural property, because there is way more on the docket than a property in the city. Um, but just, these are some things that if you are thinking about moving up here, be aware that there is more maintenance. There's a lot more trees here. (laughs) Actually, that being said, I do a massive tree in my Burlington property, but lawn maintenance is real. And of course, when you're putting the dock in and out, that's, uh, if you live on water, there's like a little bit more maintenance when it comes to water access. Um, you want to make sure that obviously there's no like major uh like big items that have washed up and you can like cut your feet on your leg front if you're like walking in got to make sure your docks are like nice secure and if you do have a well and it comes from the lake then you're going to need a pump you're going to need like a lot for that um as i mentioned i have a drilled well and i haven't had any issues here i use it all year round and the water was always totally fine um and as for the septic I mean, I sell septic properties back home, even in Flamborough, Dundas all the time. And it's just um, regular maintenance, really. Like, however many people are using it, if there's like four or five, six people using a septic, you're going to have to get it cleaned out like once a year or more. If there's only one person, two people, then it could be four years until you have to clean your septic. But that's just another thing that you wouldn't think about if you're living in the city. And it's funny because I try, this may be too much information, but this is my reality now. Um, but sometimes I try not to flush too much toilet paper down the toilet because it's a septic. So like whenever I go back to the city, like my impulse is to not throw toilet paper in the toilet, which is obviously okay in the city, but it's just funny that like you get used to things so quickly. Um, <clears throat> something that I'm dealing with right now, it's spring. As I mentioned, there's just mud everywhere. So um, dog life is like really, really messy right now. So it's just a little bit more care when it comes to cleaning up around here. Um, and that being said, I've learned because this is my first full year here. So I got the keys here in July, I want to say. So I haven't spent a spring here, 
So I'm learning all these wonderful things that spring has to offer, including a lot of melting snow. But there's things that I'm adding to my summer to-do list, like maybe put more gravel on the driveway so it's not so muddy um, because there's not an asphalt driveway here, right? So again, there's lots of things that are going to be different moving up here, but to me, it's just different. It's not good or bad, happy or sad. It's just different. And it's if you can get used to this stuff, right? Like, I don't like bugs. So I've loved winter. There's no bugs. Like, come spring, summer, like, I really don't know how it's going to be living in the woods. But, like, this is the choice that I had to make. And I do miss my apartment. Like, the first time I saw a spider, I'm like, I need to go. I need to get an apartment. <laughs> but uh, bugs are everywhere. I mean, even in my detached house in Burlington, obviously, you get... I showed a house last week and during an inspection there. Well, a pre-inspection. There's a centipede on the wall. So like bugs are everywhere. Let's be serious. Anyways, I'm going to wrap this up. There's pros and cons to moving to cottage country. It's a very personal decision that you're going to have to make. And that's basically all you got to do in the home buying and selling process is make decisions. I will get you there. If you choose, yes, I want to move. I will take every single step with you very thoughtfully and work in your best needs financially and of course physically moving here like there's a lot that goes into a move especially up north and i'm really happy to help you um explore it further because let me tell you it's beautiful up here the birds are chirping and i've got a smile on my face it's happy days up in muskoka so if you're thinking about making a move and again it could even be um that you're going to go your hybrid work now or in the next couple years you're thinking about retiring so this could be like a slow plan over the next few years to maybe like buy a place now and then slowly make it your own so anyways as i mentioned i'm gonna wrap this up so you guys reach out if you have absolutely any questions about moving up north to muskoka um, or right at the city, okay? So thank you so much for, lis- for listening to this podcast and for sharing it with anybody who might want to spend their summer on a golf course, on a lake, hunting, fishing, wildlife watching, whatever you want. There's a great community up here and uh, I'd be happy to show you around. So thanks for thinking of me when you think of real estate. Feel free to reach out to my website, therealtydeal.com. Cheers. Cheers.